Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to give a quick thank you to everybody who has subscribed to our podcast and left us reviews. It really, really means a lot. This is episode 16, where we will be talking about the creativity crisis. I am your host, Jess. Without wasting any time, let's do this. Creativity is the phenomenon by which something new is created and the newly created creation is somewhat of a value to either the receiver or the creator. Or simply put, someone creates something and it gives value to the person who views it and to the person who actually created it. The new creation could be intangible, like a song or a theory or an algorithm, or it can also be tangible, like a painting or something that's actually invented and physical. According to numerous authors, we are currently in a creativity crisis because, first of all, creativity decreases with age. And secondly, our new generations are turning out to be less creative when compared to their parents at the same age. I know when I was a kid, I loved being creative, and even I still do. Paper crafts are one of my favorite things. We're getting smarter every decade, and our IQ levels are rising, but creativity is declining. In 2005, Dr. K.H. Kim conducted a study where she analyzed all of the studies published between 1965 and 2005 that presented any relationship between intelligence and creativity. She concluded that there was a very negligible relationship between creativity and intelligence. Even though you have a high IQ, that does not make you a creative person. To get further clarity and confirmation regarding her findings of this 2005 study, Dr. Kim gathered a total of 272,599 TTCT scores from kindergarten to adults. So you're probably wondering, what is a TTCT score? Well, that's a Torrance Tests of Creativity Thinking, and it's the most reliable creativity test that has been translated into 40 languages around the world. She collected 3,150 TTCT scores from 1966. She even included scores of participants from Canada. Dr. Kim's objective was to analyze each element of creativity. And the elements of creativity are 1. Fluency score, which represents the total number of ideas generated. The originality score, which explains how unique those ideas are. Abstractness of title score which explains how symbolic and abstract the ideas are, and the resistance to premature closure score, which describes how receptive and open-minded the subjects are. 
After a rigorous peer review process, Dr. Kim's study results were published in the Creativity Research Journal in November of 2011, and the results are as follows. The fluency score had declined since 1990. Fluency score is really important because in order to come up with a unique or good idea, you have to be able to generate many ideas first. The originality score had also declined since 1990, indicating that we are less able to generate unusual ideas. Originality is one of the most critical elements of creative thinking. Rationale for this decline is psychologically, most of us are uncomfortable with the change, uncertainty, new ideas, challenges, and risk that accompany creativity and creative behavior. In order for thinkers to present original ideas, the climate needs to be receptive, or at least not hostile to expression and consideration of unusual and wild ideas. People need to feel comfortable if they're going to be presenting something that's, you know, outside of the box. The abstractness of title score also saw a decline since 1998. This is what allows some people to recognize and describe patterns and the essence of problems without distorting the information. The resistance to premature closure scores are on the decline as well since 1998, and it indicates that better solutions require keeping an open mind in order to take the time to understand the problem and to consider all the potential solutions to the problem. Remember, the resistance to premature closure scores had to do with being open-minded. Keeping an open mind about different people and what they have to offer broadens the scope of potential resources, which also leads to new and better solutions. Accepting and celebrating diversity is one way to foster creative thinking, because considering different points of view or putting seemingly different things together helps us with solving problems or inventing. This study, along with many others, provides ample evidence of an era of continued decline in creativity. Acknowledging these declines in areas like creativity, self-awareness, and social bonding. This is why we decided to start this podcast. We wanted to think outside of the box. We wanted to bring the community of like-minded rebels together who want to make an impact on this world. Now, here is the how-to. First, if you are creative or consider yourself one, or even if you are intrigued by this study, please send us an email right now at hello at jolsid.com, J-O-L-S-I-D.com, with a request for a TCT test, and we will forward you this test along with the instructions for free. Try to create cat in your daily routine or identify people who can. If you would like to know how to select those individuals who can create cat in your life, please listen to episode number 15 for details mentioned along with the research. Now, what is cat? I don't mean as in the pet, but you know, that can always help too. But cat is an acronym, creative climate, creative attitude, and creative thinking. Displaying creative attitudes requires an encouraging creative climate. As the climate becomes continually antagonistic to creative expression, creative attitudes will diminish. 
creative thinking will diminish, and creative potential will be lost. Remember, it has to be open-minded. People have to feel like it's okay to be creative and think outside the box. That will increase our creativity, so hopefully that will help. Thanks for tuning in, and let's end this episode with one of the most memorable quotes from one of the most creative minds of our time, Steve Jobs. There was an amazing publication called The Whole Earth Catalog, which was one of the Bibles of my generation. It was created by a fellow named Stuart Brand, not far from here in Menlo Park, and he brought it to life with his poetic touch. This was in the late 60s, before personal computers and desktop publishing, so it was all made with typewriters, scissors, and Polaroid cameras. It was sort of like Google in paperback form 35 years before Google came along. It was idealistic, overflowing with neat tools, and great notions. Stuart and his team put out several issues of the Whole Earth Catalog, and then, when it had run its course, they put out a final issue. It was the mid-1970s, and I was your age. On the back cover of their final issue was a photograph of an early morning country road, the kind you might find yourself hitchhiking on if you were so adventurous. Beneath it were the words, Stay hungry, stay foolish. It was their farewell message as they signed off. Stay hungry, stay foolish. And I have always wished that for myself. And now, as you graduate to begin anew, I wish that for you. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Thank you all very much. Please head over to www.joelsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.